right. Yes, no, it is still what? us. What? It is still us. It's, I, it is? Yes. It's still the latest. It's still the greatest. It is still your Blue Brothers sports cast. Real talk, real fan. Yeah, you've come to the right place. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I thought I'm in the wrong room or wrong show. Yeah, wrong <laughs> wrong podcast. Nope, no, we're all in the right place. But there's something different Yeah, about much. this episode. Craig, you know what's different about this episode? I don't know. The song? Well, besides the song... This is our 200th yeah. episode. That's right. Yeah. 200 episodes over Man, three over many. three years. Over we're in our fourth season. Yeah. We did a lot. We did some interviews. We did some. And we started off shaky as hell didn't we oh yeah it was terrible our the audio is terrible you guys can you can actually go back and listen to it i mean it's all stored on soundcloud and everything uh, i don't recommend it <laughs> and actually at the very beginning we had a different name do you remember that no what was it called um i can't uh, i want to say it was the the michigan football podcast where football was spelled uh f-o-o-t-b-a-u-g-h like harbaugh oh yeah but then we went against that because we were just like well what's going to happen when harbaugh is no longer the coach yeah so we went with then uh, i think we did it for a a few weeks like maybe three weeks Mm -hmm. and then we switched it over to the blue brothers because that's not we know that much that that's not going to change michigan will forever be the maize and blue Right. So being the Blue Brothers works out well. Yeah, our fandom outlives Jim Harbaugh, so or how long he stays as football coach, right? Yes, yeah. This this podcast is not going to end when Jim Harbaugh retires or goes to the NFL or whatever he does, which supposedly he's going to the NFL next year, so prepare for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, every year, right? Every single year, so – um, but yeah, so I've got, so we're changing up a little bit cause we have not done a lot. I mean, we're talking small changes here. I'd love to do some huge kind of awesome rehaul, uh, thing, but we don't really have it, but we have a few different changes here. So we got different music. We've got some different sound bites. Do you want, do you want to hear the sound bites or do you want yeah. me just to use? Okay. All right. I've got a few different ones here. All right. Do it. All right. So, uh, I think you'll appreciate some of these. Here we go. You play to win the game. Nice. So we've got, I've got that one. Some of you guys might pick up on that and what that's in reference to. Um, here, here, uh, uh, the quotes I usually revolve around sports stuff, but a couple of things, uh, you know, you get from movies and things of that sort. But here we've got some sports ones. I'm not going to. So quit asking. <laughs> that's uh, so. The first one was Turner Edwards. That was Nick Saban. Oh yeah. Um, Nick says that about everything. Oh yeah. I mean, you just say, man, it's a nice day out. And he's like, what is that supposed to mean? You're the expert. Quit asking. You're the expert around here. I'm just, I don't know. I guess I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I really, <laughs> I, I like, th- I like this next one. I like this next one. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. <laughs> that ain't no problem. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I can't remember Shannon what that Sharp. was. Yeah, that's Shannon Sharp. I can't even remember what he was talking about. All right, <laughs> but uh, that's just that's just too good. 
Ain't no problem. All right, and then uh, we got a couple, a uh, couple more here. Get a little sugar on the flakes. Oh yeah, yeah. That's... I, th- I think that's gonna be a good one. Get a little sugar on the flakes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I got another one from him here too. And I, honestly, I'm. I think we've used it before, but I never put it on the soundboard. Who's got it better than us? Nobody. Yeah. So. And uh, so those are the sports ones. I threw a couple other things in there. Let me see. Um, well, you heard the party horn. Uh, actually, was that really kind of it? Other than kind of the music stuff? You'll hear new music for the background, transitions, things like that. Yeah, that's most of it. Opens ideas, opens some, uh, to some suggestions and things like that. But, uh, but yeah, like we said... 200 episodes yeah wow boom i know boom goes the dynamite some of the interviews we've done is pretty cool Rashawn gary and yeah kurt um kurt taylor yep uh mark woods uh those were kind of three big ones uh there were a couple others in there um yeah we didn't we did that that was 2016 that we did those. Uh, I don't think we've done any since then. No, so, not really. Right. Yeah, we've got... Well, as you guys have seen, there have been a couple of different t- technical difficulties, and so I would hate for that to happen with an interview. So once hopefully everything is completely ironed out, we try to do those during the off season. so maybe we'll do some more here at some point um, yeah. after the 2018. But we shall see. We shall see. So... Uh, but yes, here we are, 200 episodes, still going at it, and so is Michigan football. Yep. Michigan football coming into week three and going to be facing off against SMU. Yep. And death penalty SMU, right? I'm sorry? The death penalty SMU, right? Oh, they, yeah. Well, they, they... They're the last ones to get it, right? I think they were. I think I'm right. I think the SMU was the last football program to get the death penalty. When, when was that? Like 60s? I don't know. I don't what. know, but when, what does that, that consider then, the death penalty exactly? Because they still have a football program. Yeah, I think they uh, – I don't know. I don't think they fully recovered because I, I think back then when they did, did get the death penalty, they were a really, uh, really good football team. Yeah. And that, yeah. like – pretty much destroyed the whole football program and they still until today so yeah yeah i'm not sure what the uh what technically constitutes as a death penalty but anyways uh yeah so that is smu um they have had kind of a rough get go and things with that um this uh season has been a difficult start for them they're coming in Wait, what? Well, it looks like uh, SMU had it you know, as back in 1985. I think they had recruiting violations, so they were you know, placed on. They had the death penalty for three years. So, yeah, yeah uh, I totally got thrown off because I opened up the wrong box score for uh, SMU TCU. I think I opened up the one last year. So, uh-huh. okay, uh, they are 0 and 2. So, yeah. Um, Excuse me for a second well, as I open this. So, um, yeah, Craig, go ahead and take over for a second. Well, well, they're basically facing off against Sonny Dykes. He's the first-year head coach at 
SMU. So, and, and you know, not really going too well for the first two games. So, <laughs> yeah. Got, uh, yeah. It, well, the, um, they just played TCU, yeah. which was ranked 16 um, in the AP poll. Played so them that, pretty well in the first half, I believe. I think they played them pretty well. So, yeah. So let me let me share you my thoughts on that thing there. Um, okay. There was the weather delay uh, with that one. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. I honestly kind of feel like TCU came out flat and SMU jumped on top of them right away. Um, so that's why it was kind of a close first half the first half ended 14 13 uh s or no i'm sorry 14 12 right uh smu was trailing and then it it was all uh tcu after that um i don't really think smu is very good i mean obviously being owned to and everything but even though they kept it competitive with tcu in the first half i really think that a lot of it was attributed to the delay in the game and SMU just came out ready and TCU didn't. Right. Yeah. And you're right. It's, you know, this, this team has just got a lot of issues. I mean, they, they almost rank dead last in almost every category. <laughs> I mean, they really do. They might have an okay pass rush, which bodes well with them against our offensive line. But um yeah they're just they're just uh the the quarterback actually played pretty well last year um you know and but this it's just not a very good team right now um they're in a rebuilding mode because they got a new coach and it's just doesn't look like uh this team's gonna really give michigan a really big threat i mean i almost felt like when you're talking about tcu tcu was like it was almost like they were playing around with them and then they said okay we're gonna beat you in the second half yeah um i think it's actually a somewhat kind of decent comparison as far as uh who they've competed against so far to make the comparison of smu western michigan right um because western michigan played syracuse um, which I would say is be- much better than North Texas, uh, who was SMU's first game. But then um, Western played Michigan and SMU played TCU, both good teams, uh, strong defenses and things of that nature. Um, so, both I mean, compared to some of the other team, Power 5 conference teams out there, at least they've mixed in some one game of good competition. Right. So yeah. we've, we've got some to get some information from. And so after two weeks, uh, like you were saying, they do rank very low. SMU is coming in at 110 for overall defense, while Western is at 119. All right. Uh, SMU has been allowing an average of 458 Ugh, yards, yeah. and Western Michigan has been allowing an average of 505. Mm-hmm. So, um, and to put that in perspective, uh, Michigan did not break 500 yards. Um, so, uh, Syracuse put a ton up on them, but, uh, so then for their offense though, this will be kind of the interesting thing where Western Michigan, where'd you go? Oh yeah. Western Michigan is actually, see, so this is where it's not exactly accurate 
Western Michigan comes in at 75 um, overall, which is uh, ahead of Michigan, which is at 93. Um, but they put up a, t- a lot of this is kind of based on averages of yards and things like that, not necessarily points. Uh, this isn't this is overall offense, not scoring offense. Um, and so Western Michigan put up a ton of offensive yards against Syracuse, even though they lost. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that perspective. But then uh, SMU comes in and they're at 126 out of 130. So they have averaged 249 yards through two games. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean, the SMU quarterback is, yeah, last year, I think he, he, he 3,500 yards in throwing, which is pretty good. But um, this year, he's only at what, 45%, somewhere around that, 45, 48% of his throws completing. That's terrible. So. Yeah, he's just having a tough time. And SMU bright moment last year was probably their offense, and this year it just seems like it's not working very well. It's actually a mess. So um, they got an okay running back and maybe a receiver. Um, I think they're running backs West and Prochet is their receiver. So, but that's about it. And it, it, our Michigan's off defensive line is just going to get cause them all kinds of problems. So. Um. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, their their passing game was very poor against TCU, and I yeah. think a lot of people are going to agree that we think that Michigan's defense is superior to TCU's. Um, but uh, just against TCU, their quarterback had a QBR of 8.6, um, yeah. and he only passed for 111 yards. So you're just like, okay, well, they must have done a lot with rushing. They only put up 131 rushing yards. So... Yeah, and I think West has a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown for over 50 yards. So, yeah, I mean, the West is the running back, and, you know, he's he can call, you know, he, obviously the big play ability over 50 yards per the reception and TD run. So, you know, that's there. And, you know, Michigan has had its moments where they give up big plays. Look at the Notre Dame game. It's like, you know, big throws by Wimbush and – um, and that's one of the things I think Michigan needs to look out for is those big play abilities. Um, but you know what, this is the one thing I think SMU's just, I think the only thing they're going to end up doing is they're not going to be able to throw the ball downfield. Like, like I said, if they do, it'll be like Wimbush throwing the ball into the end zone and someone coming down with it. Um, you know, so, but look, I, I see SMU just, with Hicks, it's doing a lot of check downs. And if that happens, it just seems like another Western Michigan game where they're going to start doing that. And that's what Western did. A lot of check downs, a lot of uh, simple throws, a lot of short throws that make sure to create space. And I just, I don't think they're going to be able to spread the field. Yeah. I think, um, uh, like I already said, I think things are kind of comparable between Western and SMU. Um, some people have been saying that they think SMU is, uh, more capable opponent than Western was. Um, I'm questioning that. Okay. Not saying that they're oh absolutely wrong, but I'm kind of questioning it. I think it might be more of an even uh, keel thing. Uh, their first game was a loss to uh, North Texas um, on the road, but it was 46 to 23. So we don't really have a good idea if North Texas is very good because they haven't really played. They played 
IW. I don't even know who that is. Uh, their other game was against Incarnate Word Cardinals. <laughs> what? <laughs> who is this? <laughs> I've never, I don't even know what that is. Okay, so that's a new one. But they play um, Arkansas this coming weekend. So that'll be kind of uh, interesting. It would have been nice to get that for some perspective. But yeah, I mean they've they've they're two and zero. Oh, they beat SMU. They beat IW, whatever it was, uh, both by a large margin. So it'll be kind of interesting. Watch out, uh, Arkansas and SEC for that. That could well, be. Dykes, a- well, Dykes, the head coach, took over for SMU during the um, the Frisco Bowl last season. So, and then when he took over during that bowl game. They get absolutely hammered by Louisiana Tech, fifty-one to ten. Yeah, Louisiana Tech, eh? Okay, program, not great, but yeah, they got hammered. So yeah, not, not that good. Yeah, not that good. No. So I mean, not yeah, it not any not a team that's going to really threaten some of the bigger teams, but uh, yeah, it. Yeah, this is a team that's just in rebuilding mode, really, and they really are struggling this year. So yeah, and okay, and so f- for perspective, because I didn't, I didn't go further into this, but so I said that he had what was his? Uh, so their quarterback is Ben Hicks. Um, yeah. He is uh, not a mobile quarterback. Um, he is uh, your standard passing kind of quarterback. That's, uh, good. that's he, well, it's not good for them. No. Uh, his Q, so like I said, his QBR against TCU, which I said you know again a a decent defense was eight point six. Uh, he was eighteen for thirty eight, uh, which is not good. I can't give you the exact number because I'm bad at math. For one hundred eleven yards, average was two point nine. He had zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. Okay. Um, but then North Texas, his QBR was one point three. Wow. And he had he was twelve for twenty four, so fifty percent right there for two hundred and fifty two yards, averaging ten and a half, so improved two touchdowns, but he also had one interception. So yes, I just have a feeling that this is not going to go well for them Saturday at all. All right. I know, I agree. It doesn't seem like it's gonna be, but um you never know. I mean you, you don't know in these games, but you know, it seems like these are the type of games that really does bode well for Michigan and getting the other players playing time and gives this offensive line time to gel and 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 do their assignments and play it well. So, yeah, I, I really hope that um they don't relax slash you know kind of fall asleep on them. Um, not so much from the standpoint that I'm concerned that they're going to lose or anything like that, but that they might get burned somehow, you know, on some plays or something like that. So, cause I do think that this might be, uh, you know, another opportunity to have another Western game where very dominant performance by the defense. And as we mentioned in the last episode, which I'm going to continue to go on, I really, really would like to see, even if they don't need to just to do it, to get used to it, I want to see more uh, from the yeah. passing game. I want oh. to see a lot more connection with the receivers. Get them like, let them have a blast. Let them have fun. Let them go out there and make crazy plays. Don't um, 
don't just let the running uh, the running backs have all the fun on having the huge like sixty seven yard touchdown runs. Let the receivers get in on some of that. Let them get excited. Let them get pumped up. Yeah, open up that. Yeah, yeah. from the beginning, right? They're not going to. Ex- they're they're going to expect that from Michigan, right? Yeah. Establish a run, and then maybe do some throws. Yeah, and you know, maybe change it up. You're going to want to change it up sometimes, but uh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I would love to see that happen. I know I mentioned that last episode, but um, I, I think that they need to do that. I think that they have the opportunity to do that. Let's see here. Um, with North Texas, they allowed 529 yards, 461 passing yards. <laughs> right, jeez. Oh, man. And, and SMU only had four rushing yards against them. Oh, my word. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> How many yards is that? Like half a centimeter or something? Like I don't even know. Um, but then SMU against TCU. See, this this looks uh, – I think even – so how I'm saying that SMU and Western Michigan are a decent comparison, I feel like TCU and Michigan are a decent comparison because listen to this. Passing, TCU had 154 yards, and rushing they had 239. That yeah. sounds almost exactly sounds like something like Michigan I- would do. Yeah, exactly. Sounds like us. Yeah. Yeah. So I I would really like to see that inverted. I would love to see more passing yards than rushing yards just to do it, to get the receivers in there and, you know, um, let them let them have the fun that the running backs are having. I mean, I I don't necessarily think that they're thinking of this, but I'm thinking of it where it's just like. Look at the running backs. They could have 67-yard touchdown runs and things like that. And it's just like, yeah, we had a 44-yard one, but that was uh, – and then a 30-yard uh, – 30, 31-yard one, maybe something like yeah. that. But then it's just kind of like – then we were hardly utilized after that. There was only 100 uh, – somewhere mm. around 150 yards. When was the last time that we had like 250-plus passing yards in a win I- in a game? Right. Long time. Right. Exactly. And that's what you're talking about is, you know, we want, you know, open that field. Let's see Nico and uh, DPJ just stretch the field, run down, see big plays when it comes to that, you know, and that's, I want to see crisp routes, you know, like you were talking about good crisp routes and uh, precise throws. Yeah. I mean, you can pick this team apart. This is the perfect time to do it. Yeah, I agree. I think, this would be a good game to do it. Try to even things out, get them more comfortable and work with it like that. So um, it will be interesting to see how they do with the offensive line. I don't know if you guys caught this, but there was some stuff that Ed Warner talked about. Um, it was very awesome to hear because essentially um, you, you hope that uh, this is the case, but you don't always see it and you don't always hear it. But um, he is saying that the um, no one essentially he's saying that no one's job is safe. Mm-hmm. Um, people are always competing for it. Hold on, I think I actually have the the accurate um, thing that I said. But uh, he they're moving things through the offensive line, you know, because he was even saying some things kind of like, "Hey, there are going to be some games where." Somebody's just not going to be playing well. It's not that they're not deserving to be the starter, but they're just not playing well. Um, here we go. Uh, hold 
Oh crap, that wasn't it. Uh, but yeah, they, he was talking about Jalen Mayfield uh, rotating players in. Yeah. And crap, nope, I didn't save it. So, but yeah, he was essentially just kind of saying, uh, you know, that that nobody's job is safe. It's just like it might just be for a game, or if somebody's coming up right behind you, uh, they're going to take your spot. And he mentioned about uh, the youth on the offensive line. Um, that of course he uh, that seems like he doesn't really he doesn't really want to tap into it because uh, he wants them to be able to work into it. But of course, you know, he was going back to hey, you know, if you're not performing, you're not performing. Somebody else is going to go in. Right. So, like always, yeah. Which is him. That's what he does. Yeah, which is good to see. So. Yep. Um, you you want that competition there? You want them to be um, putting the best on the field and everything. So we will be. Uh, seeing what they go with and who's out on the field. So you got a feeling he's going to be uh, rotating the offensive line a little bit more. Um, yeah, they'll probably, uh, from what it seems like, perhaps stick with the same guys uh, at the beginning yeah. of each game just to see how it goes. But I do think if somebody breaks out during the week in practice that they would go ahead and put them in um, okay. if it's an obvious thing. But it does seem that, what the quote-unquote maybe standard is put the same starters in see how it works rotate in as necessary if someone is underperforming okay all right all right i i did not pay attention to and actually uh this is kind of an interesting thing to bring up for saturday i did not pay super close attention to on the rotation of players Mm -hmm. um uh, for those of you who don't know, I have been able to get into the press box for this season. And so I put the ask out on what, because I, I don't know. I mean, obviously I'm taking notes and tracking information for us to cover on the podcast and everything. But I don't know what anybody wants as far as like during the game information. Right. And so I put the ask out there of what people would be interested in. And one of the responses that I got, which I didn't get too many, so if anybody has any ideas, by all means, let me know. Um, one of the responses I got was trying to give people updates on who's in the game. So, right. like, when the offense goes out, who, what's the starting lineup at, on the second drive? Is it the same lineup, or did they rotate somebody in? And essentially trying to keep track of that and see, take a closer look at that. Because uh, I will admit, when I watch on TV, I'm not able to keep up with that very well. Right. But uh, yeah. but that is something that I think I'm going to try to attempt this week and see if I can, uh, you know, basically be able to keep up with every drive and letting people know who's in, uh, hopefully both offense and defense, so that we can kind of see and watch how closer, how they rotate people in and people's performance. So. Yeah, that would be good to know that you know so it's important to see who they rotate in and out so yeah like they did last year so and you know and i was just looking up and they're talking about msu's offense or uh, uh, smu's offense and just that uh i think they're just averaging 17.5 uh, points a game and that's 249 yards per game so total yards not very good man not against michigan you're gonna have to play better than that <laughs> Yeah, and I I have to imagine that uh, Michigan is better than Michigan's defense is better than TCU. I think TCU is still a good team. Don't get me wrong, um, 
But yeah, so I, TCU was ranked 16th uh, last week. They are ranked 15th this week after that win. Um, and Michigan is ranked 19th, just kind of a little bit there for perspective. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm not sure who TCU played in the first week, though, but they are sitting at 2 0 and everything. I so. mean, not to give it to SMU, you know, you're talking about the whole, we were talking about cupcake schedules, and some of these teams have those. Um, but uh, SMU, I have to admit, you know, they're not scared to play anybody because um, I think they're the only team in in college football that's actually scheduled two top 20 teams um, non-conference in the last three weeks. So yeah. not, a lot, not a lot of people do that. Yeah. <laughs> so got to give it to them. <laughs> yep. And it's always tough to tell because games get scheduled out so far exactly how good teams are going to be. But, yeah, T- putting TCU and Michigan on your schedule is not going to make anything easier. So No, no, not at all. Um, um, looking at some of this here. Um, do you want to review anything uh, before we kind of get into uh, lock and dump? Or because I'm kind of going over information. I know that uh, – and a reminder – the Western recap episode and this preview episode are both going to be a little bit shorter than normal, probably because we're cramming the recording session into one night um, due to technical difficulties that I didn't have my computer available until now. Uh, next week, we should be back to normal. So, well, yeah, and it's always tough to do a preview of a team like SMU who's struggling mightily about offense and defense and in their like I was saying, a rebuilding process and they just haven't been playing well. And I mean, like I said, it's, you know, you can put them on par with Western, but, um, you know, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. It, it's tough to call because I mean, it's one of those things too, where you're just kind of like, well, you know, Michigan's probably going to handily take care of this, but, <laughs> right. uh, but last year, you know, well, right. Air, For- Air Force is never anything easy, but then Cincinnati and things like that. So, but Cincinnati, appears to be doing better than normal anyways anyways so um yeah they they have not had a lot of uh performance offensively or defensively speaking um they are just kind of in a a world to hurt after two weeks being zero and two and uh losing to tcu is no surprise but that uh lost uh north texas doesn't look good I mean, you give, they're giving up 44 points a game so far and 461 yards per game. So, uh, not good. <laughs> yeah. Nope, nope, not good. Uh, well, let's go. Uh, if you're good, I think we'll go ahead and jump over to um, Lock and Dump. You good with that? Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. All right, it's your favorite time, Craig, right? Yep. Time to lock it off or dump it off. All right. Uh, we, we've got new questions for this week and everything, so let's uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Um, I feel like we had good questions last week, so I'm going to try to bring some good ones this week. Um, so the first lock and dump question that we've got I was trying to find out when the last time this happened, but I could not figure it out. I'm not sure if there's a good place to look this look this up exactly um, without having to do a ton of digging. 
uh, but I didn't find the information. But uh, block or dump, Michigan uh, Michigan receiver will have more than a hundred receiving yards. Um, lock it. Going with the lock from Craig. Yeah. I would actually, gosh, I want them to do it. See, this is the thing. And so I'll do what I did last week. Prove me wrong, Michigan. <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and dump it. Um, I, I know that they can do it. Uh, and I really want them to do it. But I just kind of, I think they're going to stick with their regular, uh, we're going to, Establish the run, do a little bit of passing, but we're just going to simply kind of settle in our ways, which, I mean, I, I I kind of understand some of it because then it's just like, well, we get to keep our passing playbook pretty minimal, save th- some things for later on maybe. But part of me is just like, dude, get your receivers comfortable. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right. But, uh, so here we go. Here's one. The Michigan defense will have 11 or more sacks slash tackles for loss. Put this per- in perspective. With okay. Notre Dame, they had nine. With Western Michigan, they had 10. So I'm essentially asking you, are they going to keep the track record of increasing that week by week? Are they going to get 11 or more here against uh, SMU? Uh, 11 and more. Hmm. I'm going to say no. I'll say no. Yeah. Even though he's not a mobile quarterback, or like you were saying, but he might he might be one of those guys who gets rid of the ball quickly. Doesn't mean he's accurate, but I don't know. All right. Uh, we're we're changing things up here. I'm, I'm locking that. Wow. So this, this is the week. This could be the week of separation. Yep. So we we need to get some kind of a agreement here uh, before things happen and before some gets out of control. So I'll lock that in. I think they can get eleven or more. Craig, you're going ahead to uh, dump that one. Uh, last question then for this: uh, Michigan will hold SMU under the Michigan defense will hold SMU under two hundred total yards. Oh, lock it. Oh, straight up out of the gate. Yep. Craig is locking it. All right. I'm actually going to go ahead and we'll switch it up. I'm going to dump that. It's going to be really close. I, I, man, it's so, 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 so close. Um, Because here, I was going to give you some uh, numbers for perspective, but hey, you jumped right on it. Um, TCU allowed 242 yards total. Uh, North Texas allowed 256. Um, And Michigan allowed Western last week 208 total yards. So it's going to be close. Uh, A large kind of question is, you know, towards the end of the game, what's going to happen is is if it's a closeout, are they going to try to get the shutout and leave some of the better players in? Are they going to, you know, let it – go whichever way it goes kind of like they let western did where they eventually did get a uh field goal and everything you know what it, it it'll be tough it's a tough call i i definitely know that they're capable of doing it but i went ahead to go ahead and dump it because i think it's gonna be really close just like the western one where it's you think garbage time we'll give them that 
Yeah. So right. it, it, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. All right. So we'll see. Hmm. Oh, you know, it'd be a good question to ask this. Will uh, Michigan miss a field goal? <laughs> mm. Well, uh, Michigan is it's one. It's going to be happening a lot, you know, that? Uh, well, I think we're just one for two, aren't we? Yeah, like Quinn Nord, man. Nordine. He's just, I don't know, man. Has me a little worried, a little bit. Just because he missed another one should have been easy. And, you know. Well, see, I, th- I thought he did. He and, did. And maybe this is wrong because this one says he's at 50%. One for two. Yeah. Yeah, I think he missed one in the, well, Notre Dame game. Yeah, well, he did with the Notre Dame. Well, hold on. Wait a minute. Was it up? Muffed? Was oh, missed. no, that didn't count. That's okay. why. Because he didn't kick. He didn't even attempt it. Right. And yeah, it has me a little concerned because, you know, he should be a little bit better. But then, you know, what, he, what happens when you get to those games where you need a field goal to win it? Yeah. So. Well, well, no, and then the uh, the idea too of um, uh, everybody's kind of raving about special teams. Uh, uh, Ombre Thomas, uh, the punting, which was yeah. fantastic against Western, but then it's kind of like, well, our field goal thing, uh, we should be a hundred percent, really. All right, um, but we're not. So I do agree with you, where it's like. Okay, it'd be nice to see that part of the program take a step forward. You know, being able to hit longer field goals. What's uh, I don't see where how long it was or anything, but yeah, just you know, not not missing anymore, but also making them from a good distance and things like that. Hopefully, no more mess ups with the uh, placement and everything. So, yep, yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. So, but, uh, all right. Uh, I think we will go ahead and go into, uh, we do our lot, Big Ten lot game of the week. So, let's do it. Let's do it. Where did I have that? Maybe I did. Okay. All right. So here we go. Week three, college football. Here we go with the point spreads. Uh, Ball State, which just came off of a close game with Notre Dame, is going on the road to Indiana. Uh, Indiana's favored by 14 and a half. Uh, Rutgers in, is going to Kansas, where they are the underdog by two and a half points. Uh, Maryland is hosting Temple, and they uh, Maryland is favored by 16 points. Nebraska is hosting Troy, uh, and Nebraska is favored this week by 11.5 points. Penn State uh, is hosting Kent State, and the Nittany Lions are a 35-point favorite. Uh, Illinois is hosting South Florida. And uh, so the Fighting Illini are actually the underdogs by 10 points. Uh, Minnesota is a 13-point favorite over Miami of Ohio. Was they play at home. Wisconsin 
is a 21-point favorite over BYU playing in Madison. Uh, Iowa Northern Iowa, I believe, is a wash. I don't have a line for that one. Uh, Northwestern is a 21-point favorite over Akron. Purdue, which... Uh, hold on, let me check this. Yes, 0-2 Purdue is uh, hosting Missouri, and Missouri is coming in as the six-point favorite. And then the college game day uh, site uh, neutral at, isn't it at the AT&T Stadium, I think? Yeah. Um, uh, number four, Ohio State, and number 15, TCU, facing off with Ohio State being a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. So, Craig, I think... I'll let you choose first. Okay. I'm going to choose uh, South Florida over Illinois, right? South Florida over Illinois. Let me look that one back up. Uh, Ten-point favorite? Yep. Okay. Oh, it should cover that pretty easily. Yeah, Illinois has not looked uh, very strong. That's for sure. Um, I, 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 man, Indiana is just so unpredictable. I really want to take Ball State being able to cover the two touchdown. Um, <laughs> I'm struggling. <laughs> and and I hate taking um I, I don't like doing MSU or uh Ohio State. I wanted to take MSU last week and I would have been right uh right. with Arizona being able uh, or Arizona State being able to cover it. But I usually kind of don't trust my judgment on some of those. Yeah, I'd go with the Maryland. Mm, I know you you've got you went with Maryland two weeks in a row and Yeah, they, I was going with them again. So Yeah. Uh I think I am going to go with Nebraska. Wow. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> um, yeah, so I'll take Nebraska covering um, over Troy at home by 11 and a half. And so you were South Florida covering, how much was it? Over 10. Yep. Yep. All right. I just, uh, I, I, first of all, I don't think that Nebraska is going to lose another home game and it's against Troy. And I know Troy's not, not like a cakewalk or anything, but I really, oh man, I really feel like he's going to have to come out and do something to kind of keep people excited. Because yeah, yeah. then uh, next week, isn't it? I think next week uh, it's Nebraska-Michigan. Yep. Yeah. The next game. <clears throat> yeah, the next week then. Week he, four. Yep. He comes to uh, – he takes his team here to Ann Arbor to play Michigan. So that's really not going to look for, good for him then. So I think that he's going to kind of put all his eggs in one basket and try to, like, get, get yeah. a win under the belt at least right now. So, all right, we'll, we'll go with that. Cool. All right. Uh, and then here to finish things out, we have our final predictions, score predictions for SMU versus Michigan. So 
Uh, that line for the game is uh, Michigan, like I mentioned, I believe I, I mentioned it, uh, ranked 19th, is hosting SMU. Michigan is a 35.5-point favorite, uh, and the over-under is 56. So I think I think I went first last week. Okay. So, so Craig, I will go ahead and let you go first. All right. Michigan, SMU coming into the big house. All kinds of problems. You know, they have problems on offense and defense. But, uh, yeah, it's just a bad, bad time for SMU. They've been on a pretty crappy roll off um, – Total yards is not very good on their passing. They have a decent quarterback, but he's just not. He's not. Their team just doesn't have a lot of offensive weapons. Michigan fifty-two and SMU six. Ooh, man. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you are you are kind of sticking right there with what uh, what I was looking at. So uh, I. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> not, not things not looking for, good for SMU. Um, definitely cannot uh, overlook them. I mean, don't don't want to fall asleep on them and let them, you know, maybe cut the defense um, <clears throat> and have them uh, trip trip them up. Not saying that they'll they'll beat Michigan, but just uh, get something easy at some point. I do think that there's going to be uh, maybe some trash points some garbage yards or something like that but michigan handles this one easily i think it's going to be a repeat of western i think it's going to be mostly the running game yes they're going to include the passing game but what i would love to see is more from the passing game but i don't think it's going to happen if i had my choice that's what would have happened but i don't think it's going to happen so uh for a score prediction i think i'm going to go Man, um, I was going to say pretty much the same thing, 53. You know what? No, I can't do it. I- I'll just do 49. Let's put up the same amount of points. Let's do 49. But this week, you know, let's do zero. Wow. Shut out. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the shutout. Uh, Craig, yours again was 52? 52 to 6, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think um, I, I, it was so close to the shutout last week. And again, like I said, SMU has just struggled. I don't, I could see it very likely that they don't get points on the board, even with garbage time. Right, right. So. That's that's the predictions there, ladies and gents. Yep, there you go. You know, it's interesting. I was just thinking about this. Is If you look at that Ball State and Notre Dame game, they almost had the exact same score as Michigan did. Yeah. Yes. That and that's Ball State. Yeah. Not the devil's advocate, but come on, Michigan. I mean, I'm like, ugh. There, there's two things that I will say about this. One, it's very easy. Uh, possible that they had a uh, a letdown week you know coming off that high of college game day first game of the season rival Michigan beat them in dramatic fashion at home a uh, huge boost of confidence then it's like oh now we're playing ball state 
Um, so there's the very real possibility of that. But secondly, honestly, from the beginning, um, and I'm I'm not gonna profess to say that I know everything, all the ins and outs of that game. But if I'm not mistaken, from the beginning, Ball State just straight up had a better game plan defensively right. for uh, facing Notre Dame. And so basically, what Michigan failed to do for four quarters, Ball State did a better job of game planning. Yeah. Um, so that yeah. that's part of the reason why I wanted to almost take ball state with Indiana and saying that ball state would cover, but Indiana is so unpredictable and ball state. I don't know enough about. So well, yeah. And you can see Indiana blown out ball state. Right. Yeah. So it could happen, but we'll see. Yeah. yeah so no, we, we need to hope that Notre Dame continues to do well, uh, that they are legitimately a good team. So yeah, it's the time where you want to root for your rival. Jeez. Yeah, I don't know if I would necessarily say root, but I don't want them to see do poorly. Let's say that much. Right, right. So. Yeah. But when yeah. They do well, we do well. Yes. So, all right. Well, that's uh, that's all she wrote, kind of. There it is, the 200th episode. Yeah. All the fireworks and fanfare with that. It was so amazing. I know it blew everyone away. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Three plus years. Yeah. Yep. And counting, doing well. So, So, all right. Well, we, we, with saying that, with saying that, let me, uh, let's say this. We say, we say it quite a bit, but uh, we, we definitely do. When I say it, we uh, we want to thank you all for being listeners. We've had some for a very very long time since near yeah. the beginning, mm-hmm. um, if not the beginning. I'm not I actually yeah I'm not sure if we've had anybody from the very beginning like they listened to us week one when we released. I know I mean we had listeners back then, but I don't know if we've had anybody really stick with us through that whole time frame. We now have um, uh, we thank you guys for we've got over 175 followers on SoundCloud. Um, we have uh, thousands of followers on Twitter, uh, which is fantastic that we chat with you guys and everything. So um, great participation from you guys. Great uh, interaction. We really do appreciate it. Um, I well, know, like, oh, like you said, the show is about the fans. You call in, you get your say, and we won't interrupt. And, you know, every point. We have to say everybody makes a good point. I mean, it really, it's their opinion, and you know, we might disagree at times, but then there's times where we go, "Oh, I didn't think about that." So, and our fans are smart; they really are. They 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 know what they want to see, and they know what they uh, like to see, and about for Michigan. And they're every fan's different. To make them all the same isn't going to happen. But uh, we really appreciate all everybody that listens to the show. We really do. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, everybody does have different opinions. If you guys agree with me, you're right. If you're, you agree with Craig, then you're wrong. So (laughs) (laughs) just a little clarification right there. Um, but yeah, uh, we've, we've said this before and we've done some different things over the years. Uh, I'm really kind of hoping that, uh, perhaps after this season that, um, uh, we'll be able to, you know, not, not change things up, but, uh, you know, bring new content and things like that. Um, this off season was a little tricky 
um, for myself at one, and I know for Craig too, because he's done some remodeling stuff. I'm currently going to be moving and different things, and it was a crazy situation stuff with my job. Uh, just like, uh, you yeah. know, supervisors left, and we had new hires, and we had to basically patch up holes in the ship and try to keep things afloat. So uh, usually we always like to make an advancement each year with content and some things like that, and I always feel that we do. Um, but I'm hoping that uh, maybe as things progress, we'll be able to, you know, continue to freshen things up and uh, do do some interesting things because uh, we want to uh, keep it interesting and want to keep it here for for the fans. Like Craig said, that's what this is about. Yeah, that's what it's about. Good stuff. For, uh, it's about the fans and it's about Michigan football. Always. Always. Always, always. So, uh well, we um, we appreciate you guys. We hope you guys have ha- been having a good week. The weekend is almost here. Football game. It's a three thirty kickoff this week. Uh, hope you guys have a good weekend. Get to enjoy it. Um, if you do travel to the game and everything, safe travels. Um, and gosh, well, until next time, which is going to be our recap episode of the SMU game. Go blue. Go blue.